Coaching Roundtable podcast. Uh, today I am joined by none other than the usual hosts, uh, Daniel Ferugia. Greetings and hello. <laughs> and Ashley Drew. Hello, everybody. Another and, week. Um, yes, another another week, another podcast, and another road trip. But this time I, I am on the road to the actual run. So no more no more recce runs. This is it. This yep. is it. And for, for all those people who can hear the, the car noise now, that's because yes. Isabel is in the base station, which is on yes. four wheels. The, the camper van, that's right, which is a little bit more, um, which is a little noisier than the, than the standard nice car we're in. But, you know, all good. That's the way it goes. Yeah, it's, so that's going to be your home for the next few days. Yes. That's well, it's exactly going to be someone's home. Isabel's going to be out running. Yeah, that's right. So, oh, it's going to be my food station. Yeah. Do you, will you be, we need to, we need to spend a bit of time talking about this, um, but we do have a topic to talk about. But we I do, feel like sorry, I, I should have got onto that. Shouldn't I? No, that's okay. No, this <laughs> is because I feel like there's a lot of people that are interested in this, um, but also so we might go about a fifty fifty ratio on the on the what do you reckon? So about fifty percent of the conversation will be about your because um, I've got lots of questions and I know lots of our listeners would have questions as well. Um, just about how you're prepping. Does that sound okay to you? Uh, well, in many ways, this sort of the topic. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. No. I think we drop. Isabel's dropping out a little bit. Isabel's do, dropping out. If we do lose. Yeah, her, I'm dropping in and out. I think. Um, yeah. If you a, do lose me, and just hang five, and I'll I'll come back. But yeah. Yeah, we'll just yeah, carry no, on. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't really hear what you said, but I'm pretty sure you said there'll be. You've got some questions, and we'll talk a bit about that. But I was even thinking the topic for today, which is perfectionism in in running, you know, is quite relatable to to what, you know, I'll be doing in that as well. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. Well, this does. I got a, a question straight away that I've been yep. thinking. Like, cause I feel like whenever you're in a taper period for any for a yep. race, I feel like perfectionism does come into it a fair bit because. Mm. There's this sense of like, oh, am I doing the right thing? And I, I mean, yeah. everyone gets this self-doubt coming into the um, into oh, a taper. Yeah. Am I resting too much? Am I resting not <laughs> enough? Am I doing enough? Am I doing it? Am I turning my legs over enough to keep them awake? Have yeah. I lost all my fitness? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I think that's the, the that's when I probably get bombarded with the most questions from the uh, the people I help out is during taper. Or just yeah, yeah. before they start taper, or if they haven't, if they think they haven't started taper soon enough, well, shouldn't I be yeah. tapering? Shouldn't I be doing this? Shouldn't I be doing that? And it's like, I find most want to taper less. They want to keep running right up until the event. Yes, yes. Mm. It's hard to put a lid on it for some people, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I suppose so. It's definitely a big part of it. But how would you say your taper's gone? Well, really good. Like you know, I've really cut back my training but not in a really abrupt way like I sort of went from you know big some big weeks and just slowly about you know cutting it down and so last week I only did about 60 65 something like that the week before only about 80 ish this week so far I've only done 10 k's that's good 
you know, because I well, think that's probably... Well, that's because you're about to load the crap out of it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and it's more, it was more just about ticking the legs over than actually there was no fitness benefit from what I did this week. Um, and that's the way it should be because it's too late. It's like cramming for an exam the night before. There's no point. Exactly. And in fact, almost cramming for an exam the night before is probably more beneficial than cram training at, at the end of your taper. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the, la- the last lot of serious training block that had a, a good effect on your training, realistically, was probably six to eight weeks ago. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yes, the big block, but yeah, the up big to block. two weeks, two weeks, it, you know, it's training still, you'd still be getting benefits. The last two weeks are more about reducing fatigue, and that will have way more benefit than any possible, um, you know, fitness run could do. Is the, is the reducing fatigue. And especially when I'm going into something 280Ks, like I want as little fatigue in my legs as possible. Yes. But, of course, all, and not all ultra runners, but many, many runners are sort of that A-type personality where we like to be doing things. So, yes, I, I do know tape is very hard. Yeah. I think it really highlights um, insecurities, you know, because when, when people are holding yeah. themselves to the, the grindstone, when you're banging out big week after big week and – intense yeah. hill sessions or intense speed sessions you know there's a there is something very satisfying about coming home and feeling absolutely exhausted and going yeah i know that i'm doing something but when you yes that it's hard to get the head around the fact that doing nothing is doing yeah. something you exactly yeah you know? it is very hard getting lots of sleep um yeah you know just focusing on recovery and it's that whole fitness versus freshness um thing that it doesn't matter what yeah. distance you're doing you know how you can go in really fit but but not be 100 percent fresh i'd exactly. rather people be going really fresh and so yeah you like you want your legs you want to have you want to be bursting to to run on the day yeah. of the run and exactly yeah yeah so, yeah so um i i always try to have a, a really decent taper like i really believe in the benefits of a taper um so yeah so like I didn't run yesterday. I'm not running today, obviously. I like to have two days of no running, which I know doesn't agree with all people. Some people like to tick their legs over. But I just mm. find when I've got so much else happening, trying to fit a run in is just too stressful. Yeah. You know, because there's often travel and packing and all that sort of crap involved. I walked the well, dog tra- yesterday. and I walked the dog. So. Yeah, travel is highly stressful on the body. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to add more by trying to cram a run in somewhere. So, exactly. yeah, I just... You know, I just think a couple of days rest that, you know, yep, I like to do that. Yeah. So and, and are go- you hoping to get – sorry, Daniel. No, you go, Ash. My question Are you is- hoping to get fitter as you run further in this run or are you looking to go into a fatigue deficit? Mm. What do you mean a fatigue deficit? So okay. at, at the end of it, you're just exhausted. Well, Whereas I figure at some, the end of it, I'm just going to be exhausted. Sometimes people will go into a run and get – and they go, oh, at the end I actually felt better. I mean, I might, but that's not what the aim of this run is. It's not to get fitter. I'm hoping that I'm pretty much as fit as I can get at the moment, and um, this is just a, a showcase of my fitness as opposed to a getting yeah. fitter. It's a good way yep. to put it. Yeah. It's yeah. a celebration of the training. A celebra- I felt like a bit of a wanker saying celebration. I wasn't sure, you know, because it's no. not going to feel like a celebration while I'm doing it, I'm pretty sure. I think it'll, be, it'll have moments. I, mean, yeah, it's I was about to say, it'll definitely have moments where it's a celebration. You yeah. might. Yeah, it might yeah, be at the will. bottom of a hill when you, you know, like when you're flying down a hill, 
in the yeah. middle of a big run, you, you suddenly feel that total freedom and yeah. nothing else in the yeah. world matters. Like, yeah, that's, that's a celebration. Right. It, is, the ne- it is. The next hill, it's all yeah. over. And then you're like, oh, why did I bomb down that so fast? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, no. That's, um, that's really uh, interesting. So for those that don't know, you're doing – oh, it's a, the fastest known bimble. <laughs> as the fastest, fastest known bimble, bimble. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. FNB, yeah. Well, yeah. it's not actually a um, NFKT yet. So I am doing this course and going to have records of it so that I can apply to have it as an FKT. I've already spoken to Buzz over at Fastest Known Times and he says, you know, he can't say definitively, but he thinks it sounds like the kind of course that would. He, he can only say that. Uh, no more than that, um, he, but he says it sounds like the kind of course that would be accepted as an FKT. And um, so yeah. that I, I wanted to create, because a lot of the FKTs in Victoria, I can't speak for other states because I didn't research every state, a lot of them are like on the Goldfields Trail or a lot more flatter sort of courses um, yeah. or if, if they are um, hillier. There is one that's hillier, but it's really quite short. It's only about 60K, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I wanted something really long and hilly. And so Ron and I created this one together to to do that, to, to be, make it long but also hilly, not just long. Yeah. So can you give it us also the, goes um, through some pretty magnificent forest. Yeah, I just well, spoke oh. over Daniel again. Apologies, Daniel. No, yeah. that's okay. I just, I'm, I'm after the stats. So what are our stats? Distance well, so elevation. it's 280 kilometres, but that's give or take because that's us mapping it on, on the maps. No, no one's yeah. ever done it. So it might be, you know, one or two K here or there, which is another reason why I didn't want to apply for the FKT until I've actually done it so I know the exact. And it is approximately 12,000 metres climbing. Which sounds like a lot, but isn't really that much considering it's over 280 k's. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot. And you're doing it, I mean, yeah. it's still, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, it still you know, is a lot, but yeah. It's about as much elevation as a, a, as most people would do in a month. Yes, um, yeah, yes. You know, so, um, but, um, and, I, and I'm doing it as a solo supported female. Right. So um, I will have support, but I'm doing it as solo female. You're a trailblazer. You're a trailblazer. That, that's, yeah. And I'd love to see more women doing FKTs, or not necessarily FKTs, but, you know, I mean, a lot of the names on that FKT site are men's names, which is great. I think it's awesome that men are challenging themselves, but I think it'd be really nice to see some women's names on on the board too. Challenges thrown down. And maybe mm. after you set this set this up yeah. properly, then yep. you get some amazing women out to chase your course down. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we need, you need a, have you got a name for it, for the actual group? Oh, no, we just called it the Seven Peaks FKT, but I suppose we should think of something awesome, shouldn't we? Well, you've got a couple of days to think of a name while you're doing it. <laughs> well, some yeah, of a, that's right. <laughs> it probably involved lots of four-letter words. <laughs> yeah. It could just be the VB. What's that? Well, it's not Victorian Bitter, it's um, Victorian Bimble. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Very much so. A yeah. bimble. People, yes. and if, you, if this is the first time people have listened to this podcast, they're going to have to look up what a bimble is, you know, if yes, they don't that's know. Right. Did you notice they, I, I wrote about my bimble and another bimble I did? Yeah. You got, one of my you're, posts. You're bringing it back. Yeah. Into I just am. The, yeah. It's, yeah um, it's a new word to use. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I went for a little bimble the other day. Like, yep. it, essentially, it's just not going very fast, isn't it? Just yeah, nice. it's just an easy jog for the enjoyment of, of the run as opposed to, you know, I've got to hit this pace and got to do this and got to do that. Yeah. 
No, I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, so I, I've also posted a link on my personal Facebook page um, for my um, Garmin tracker that I will have on the spot tracker. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That, that'll be. I'm excited. So we'll so people can follow along. And yes, what time yes. are you leaving tomorrow morning? Yeah, 4 a.m. So actually, this is all going to be a bit moot because by the time this podcast goes out, uh, it'll be after. So you can look on my Facebook page and see look. what happened. Well, what, what I'm going to do, I'm going yep. to get onto our editor and make sure that he posts <laughs> this Crack episode. Crack the whip on the editor. Yeah, and I, I'm going. I'm, the episode will. Um, I'll post it today. So, oh, okay. All right. Well, so, so will, I will be. Yeah, so I'll be starting 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Which is the twenty. Oh, I hope the editor is going to get rid of his perfectionism today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yes. Make, I'll bump it up the priority list, that's all. Um, <laughs> because I think it'll be really useful. And um, so people can listen in and then they yeah. can click on the link and follow along. But we'll definitely put it on socials as well because it's, it's cool. cool. It's, people love this yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I sort of have struggled a little bit with um, why am I doing this? What's the point? It's just me. And then, you know, feeling a little bit. I don't know, funny about just doing, but then, you know, why not? Like, it is an adventure and it's to see what I'm capable of and, you know, and I have got some amazing people supporting. I think we're losing you a bit. We're, yeah, I think we're losing her. Hang on. She was saying something really good then. Um, we'll just keep carrying on. We but, will. Um, but when, when you come back on, Isabel... So Isabel obviously is driving, So, but um, we'll post all those links. And Oh, no. It's, it's obviously a very exciting long sentence that she's getting into, which is what the run's going to be as well. So, Daniel, do you know what the seven peaks are that she's crossing? I don't know all of them. I do know that Mount Buffalo's in it and, and it's in that region. Uh, you there, Isabel? Yes, I'm back. Yeah. So you're going to have to answer yeah. that entire question again. But first of all, <laughs> what what are the seven peaks that you're well, going the, the, over? That I'm doing is okay. I'm going to start at Mountain Creek Campground, which is just outside of Mount Beauty. So Bogong, first of all. Yep. You got that. Yep. And then um, you're getting that. Uh, we've got we've got Bogong so far, and then a, a bunch of. Gibberish mountains, okay. actually. Yeah, then Mike, <laughs> Mike Mackay, which is Falls Creek. Yep. Yep, then Hotham. Yep. Then I will go Yep. Go across the razor back to Feathertop. Yep. And, and then from Feathertop to Harrietville, run through Bright and hit Buffalo. Yep. Got, yep, got that. Then back down Buffalo, over to Sterling and finish on the top of Buller. Yeah, wow. So, so this really is a cross-country ski trip. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It could be. Yes. It, like that's 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 actually like for those people who might be listening from overseas, that's pretty much all of the ski fields that we have in Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Being covered. Yeah, right. Yep. I mean, not that you would really ski Bogong, but certainly at Falls and Hotham you would. You can ski Bogong at the right weather event. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure you could if, if you wanted to drag your skis up with you, but yes. Um, yes. But yeah, no, that's definitely, that is definitely, that's skiing covered. Yeah. 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 So you so, are definitely sco- yeah. scooting across the top of the world. 
as far as Victoria is concerned. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the main peaks of Victoria. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, I think, um, yeah, it's very exciting. And obviously next week we're going to have a full... Uh, if, I mean, if you're if you're able to talk next week, um, <laughs> yes, I will. We'll, we'll a full a full breakdown, as much of a yeah. breakdown as possible. Uh, a couple of other questions: Are you covering this in in video? Is anyone is Ron or anyone going to be filming you? Much, yeah, or? yeah, we're going to be doing some filming. Um, you know, certainly filming each time I hit a peak, and there will be filming in between. Whether or not some of it will be live to Facebook, you know, it, it, it depends. Yeah. But I will have friends posting to Facebook as well. Yeah. And that's good. And and, and I, I imagine you're going to write a race report because I know that's an, it's a requirement for the FKT. Oh, yeah, I suppose I'll have to, won't I? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you can remember it. But I guess, yeah. And that's um, the thing, isn't it? You sometimes don't remember it. Oh, it all just blurs, doesn't it? Blurs into one thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know I, was only, I was only thinking about that this morning, that we should do a podcast of our favourite race stories. Oh, oh that's that. a good one. Yeah. But anyway, mm. we'll, we'll just put that in there as the next thing. Of our we're... own race stories or of others? Well, it could be either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Maybe we'll start with Ooh, our own and move on from there. Yes. Um. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We could maybe even get listener interaction with it. Yeah. Good. I think there's nothing more inspiring than a really good race report. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, yeah. we've talked about before, like yeah. when I'm researching a race, I will read the as many race reports as I can find because it makes yeah. – it puts it into real terms of what the course is actually like and not just the race yeah. director's version of it. Um, but, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, true. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a bit of fun. Uh, um, yeah, oh, you're in for a hell of an adventure. And I imagine Ron yeah. is going to be covering a fair bit of ground. He's got a fair bit of responsibility. Yes, he does. He's going to be doing a lot of driving, and then also he is going to be doing the last 24 k's with me. Right. So he's going okay. to really have to have his patience dialed in by the time yeah. he gets to run with me, because at that point I'm going to be a you know, whinging, whining, crying mess probably. Well, he might be by then too with all that driving <laughs> he might and enough be. sleep. Mm. Probably. Yep. Yeah. So it's making sure. He um, takes care of himself, so make yes, sure he right. eats. And because often that rat, that the support crews um, don't eat or drink enough themselves yeah. um, because that, they're so busy. Yeah, well, exactly. I was about to say exactly that. I've seen plenty of support crews who fall apart before mm. the athlete yeah. does. When yeah. I've been yeah. out, yeah. you know, and I've, I've I've come through an aid station like guiding somebody, and I've gone, "What happened to your support crew?" And someone will say, "Oh, that's those guys sleeping over there," and it's like. <laughs> Right, okay, yeah. well, they're, yeah. they're cactus and you're still going, so yeah. let's grab what yeah. we need and get and, out of and here. And that is so important. But, um, yeah, we have a backup driver for Ron and, um, you know, she's she's a good friend and a client of mine and she will, um, you know, help to make sure he's well-fed and, and that's yeah. hydrated and all that sort of stuff too, yeah. Oh. And yeah, so, so there say, we go. Yeah, you, are you, my other question is, are you nervous? I'm, I'm not as nervous as I would be before a race because before a race I feel this kind of more pressure. But um, for this one, because it's the first time it's ever been done, I feel less pressure. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yep. no particular totally time. There. Yeah. yeah, like I want to do a good time, but at the end of the day it doesn't actually matter. Whatever I do will be the fastest known time yeah. for now. Um, so 
but I mean, in saying that, I really do want to do, you know, a good time because I don't want it to be easy to beat. I want it to be hard to beat my time. Yeah. Um, but um, no, and I'm, I'm trying to, and, and I've decided that with races too. I did this with GSCR and that's why I felt less pressure too, is I'm trying to see them more as an adventure and how lucky am I to be doing this as opposed to, oh, crap, you know, I'm so nervous kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're trying to get back to what is the basics of running, just, just yeah, that that's freedom right. and joy. Yeah, and, and, you know, this being out in beautiful country and appreciating nature and how lucky are we as runners to be able to go to these kind of places that most people never even see, you know, because yeah. they're so trapped in their cars and their homes and their comfort. And, and how lucky are we that we get to do this? Yeah, there's plenty of people who just go from air-conditioned box to air-conditioned yeah, box, whether exactly. that has wheels or not. Yeah. So yes, I I think that getting I think that a lot of people uh, certainly it's been my thing for the last week, two weeks is a lot of people just seem to have lost their track in. Yes, I what agree. Is, what is running about? And running is just about the freedom of getting out there and enjoying and and the benefits and, and that you gain out of that. Yeah, and, the, and moving under your own sort of steam. Like, I used to be a mountain biker, but there's something even better about running because, like, mountain biking, I had to rely on the bike and all that, whereas it's just me. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I find um, I really love about running is it's just me. Yeah. And it's just so simple. Moving. Uh, yeah. And that, that's what That's what I love about running. I've actually been yeah. going through my running gear and getting rid of stuff in the last – sort of three weeks oh, and wow. I've been giving it away to people and they're going, you really want to get rid of this? And I go, yeah. you know, for 99% of my runs, I need a pair of shorts and a water bottle and yeah. to know that there's True. going to be water on the course somewhere that I can pick up. And I yeah. said, and then if I want to do a big run, I, I just come and see all you guys and borrow my gear and say, do you want to come with me? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. A lot to be um, said for the simple life. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just beautiful. Mm. Yeah. And when you're out on course, there's nothing else you can worry about. You can't worry yeah. about whether you lock the front door or not. You can if you want. Oh, I can. I'm good at worrying about there's that. There's no point. Yeah. It's just no. you've got to just put one foot in front of the other and get to the next mountain. There's just yeah. that. There's so much beauty in that absolute simplicity of yeah. a big adventure. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And so that's how I'm looking at it as. Um, you know, it's a big adventure, and you know, I'm, I'm, I feel, you know, just glad that I can be out there doing it, and I've got some awesome friends helping me, you know, achieve this, and I feel a little bit selfish, like it's all about me, but you know, yeah, they have volunteered and want to help, so you know, it's great. Yeah. At um, the end of the day, everybody has to be a little bit selfish in their life. To yeah. actually be able to give more to others. Yeah, yeah. I I got a really good bit of um, feedback the other day about uh, our episode where we talked about the Ten Commandments of running. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And and one of and someone said it was you know it was good, but they said it was just a friend who messaged me and said w- another one we could add to the list could be you've got to be a little bit nuts. Um, <laughs> you know, true, true. And that's very true, you know, because yeah. you know you're going to be and remind, I think that's an essential. And I mean, nuts might be a bit harsh. It might be just no, eccentric. but I, yeah, I, yeah, maybe eccentric. But but yeah, yeah I, I get I get the sentiment of what they're saying, and I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, 
but um, now it's good. It's good, good. Yeah. And I, I suppose, um, yeah, I guess it ties us into, um, I mean, we're probably going to have more questions pop up in a second. Yeah, about yeah, your that's car. fine. But well, we, we are. Talk- I actually have one still. But oh, okay. let's, let's, no, Daniel, move on for a sec because uh, I can always come back to it. Perfectionism, we could talk mm. about. Um, and so, like, perfectionism is one of those things that can be positive or negative, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to read like the, the dictionary or the, the, the one of the definitions of, of perfectionism because there is healthy yep. perfectionism and what they call maladaptive or unhealthy perfectionism. So perfectionism is often defined as the need to be or appear to be perfect or even to believe that it's possible to achieve perfection. It is typically viewed as a positive trait rather than a flaw. Um, people may use the term healthy perfectionism to describe or justify perfer- perfectionistic behavior. So that's a pretty, that's like a, it's the therapist's version of perfectionism. And I think yeah. it really feeds into a lot of runners that I know. Um, yeah. Because the first thing that came to my mind when talking, thinking of perfectionism is thinking about um, the, the essentially like I have a number of runners who will not miss who people who I coach probably got about three or four who have never missed a single training day like they've never missed a run they've hit every single metric that like along the way you know like so that that sort of and if they've and then there's if they come if they look like they're going to miss a run they get very stressed you know (laughs) so um and I used to be like that, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, so I totally get it. So no I, messiness. Yeah, no, of course, no messiness. Mm. Well, messiness in terms of, like, um, the training. That's what I, I mean, the yeah. way I look at it. Yeah. So, um, but I think at the end, what you need to be is, I think, it's more perfect to have to show some flexibility, you know, yeah. to be able to go, yeah. you know what, even though the plan says I have to do this workout, yeah. I don't my I'm not a robot and my body doesn't feel up to it. I need yeah. to take it easy or have a day off, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's anyway. That's one part of it. Tell us. Well, actually, I, I can, I, I, I'll talk about perfectionism from my point of view for a second, and that please is please do. I have had to rebuild my running from zero. I don't know, probably four or five times in the last five years. And it, it, it comes about from the cancer just suddenly being a pain in the butt or treatment not going well, which is what's happened in the last little bit. Um, and all of a sudden I'm back at zero. And I get to this point in my head where I think, no, 100K a week is normal. If you can't go out and run 20Ks today, uh, what's wrong with you? And it's just like, well, hang on a second. Just getting out the door today is actually a difficult task like i've had to take medication to get out the door just go to the park and if you run across the oval that's good if you can run across the oval 1.25 times tomorrow that's great but i lose that perspective massively and my perfectionism no i want to be able to run from here to ipswich and back like i used to be able to do four weeks ago yeah um it's just not how it works, and I struggle with that perfectionism to to have to realise that I really do have to step back and start again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be hard, but yes, and that's certainly a, a good um, 
it's good that you've developed that ability to do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you um, do you Isabel? So you don't have the, that perfectionist goal anymore, like that, like or perfectionist uh, mindset, or you I, still do? To I an do, extent? but I have learned that I have to control it because otherwise I just bury myself. And um, and it's not just in running that I have it; it's it's all of my life, and so I can really overdo it on every level. <clears throat> so, yeah. You know, I've had to learn to not stress about everything being perfect because otherwise it's, I'm just I'm just a mess, you know. And and you can't everything can't be perfect, unfortunately. That's just life. Yeah. Life and, is, and when you, life is messy. And wanting to get really personal here, when you become a mess, what happens to you? Like what happened? Uh, what what are the well? I mean, I just get that? really high anxiety and um, just get you know well. I either lose a lot of weight or then I would just get uh, sick with my chronic fatigue, Come uh, things coming back, you know. I mean, yeah, so I have noticed even with the stress of getting ready for this, some of my chronic fatigue stuff has started coming back a bit, my allergies and that, but, you know, yeah, with this kind of, there is a bit of perfectionism needed. We need to make sure everything's right because then it could be dangerous if it's not. Yeah. So it, it, for you, it manifests itself into a physical yeah. ailment yeah. as such. Yeah, yeah. 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 And how about for you, Daniel? Uh, I'm not really perfectionist. I've never really um, been that way. One, I, there was When I was in high school, I read this book. Um, that we had to read for school, and I remember it was one of those books that just, um, I don't know, it, it really echoed with me as a teenager, and it was called um, Maestro, and it was about this boy who was a, uh, it was a set in Darwin during um, yeah. Second World War, and this boy who was uh, really good on the piano, and he had a piano teacher who was the maestro, and basically it was around the, the, the time of the bombing um, of, yeah. of Darwin, and um, yeah, yeah. but one of the quotes in it, there's a quote in it that's just stuck with me for my whole life, and and you would have heard versions of this, and basically the maestro was was really like hard on this kid for trying to make him per- really good on the piano, and the boy was like really preoccupied with trying to become perfect, and then he yeah. said, "We can't ever be perfect. It's impossible. But what we can do is." strive for certain levels of imperfection and that really it really like was deep-seated in me so you can become excellent you can become great fantastic but perfectionism yeah. is impossible we're not ro- as i've yeah. said before we're not robots no, and that's right by, and by embracing a little bit of imperfection it gives us a bit of freedom to to make mistakes and yeah. to be human and so, yeah, that sort of was a driving philosophy in my life, you know, even up to now. Yeah. And, and it was that's, a, that's so awesome that a book that you were made to read had yeah. such a profound effect upon you as well. Yeah. So. It's a good book. Good Actually, I even, way to go school. Yeah, it's a, it's a rare event that, that, that happens. That yeah. yeah. No, I, um, my you show. Uh, yeah, that's right. And you need to put on this book. Mm. Yeah, yeah, put a link to it. I will, I will. It's um, yeah, mm. it's a nice book. But um, or get the yeah. editor to do that. 
I will get the editor to do that. <laughs> but no, it's um, I look, I and look, I've because I'm a, I um, I'm a, a musician. I'm a guitarist. And when I was at school oh, okay. and university, I played um in bands and stuff all through university, and that was actually. I, that was, I used music as a way to fund my way through uni because mostly I had a job, but I actually made more money from playing music ah. and just playing in cafes and stuff with very and, wow. and pubs. And wow. um, learned something new about you. There it's you awesome. go. But since I've become um, obsessed with ultra running and having children, um, I don't play as often as I used to, and so it's taken a bit of a back seat. But it's always something. I just I always see so many parallels between music. And running, there's so many, you know, and even down to like some of the terminology we use in running, like tempo and and um and rhythm. I was about to say rhythm is a yeah. classic one that is just music, and that's why I love listening to music when I run. It's it's so important, and um I think we've lost Isabel again, but we'll just keep talking. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, and now you're there. Um, yeah, and anyway, so, but, like, one of the things was um, my guitar teacher when I was in high school was a bit, was a little bit like this maestro guy. I had this classical guitar teacher, and he was, and, I mean, I was never an amazing, yeah, I, mean, I was I, never, ah, oh, cool, I was never a maestro on the guitar, don't get me wrong, no, but, like, I just, I realised that um, I could never, it took the same level of dedication, uh, you know, like, to, you know, because playing a, a musical instrument, you know, it requires muscle memory and repetition and work. And you sit, there are people who are gifted, but there are also, I don't know, it was the first time in my life learning the guitar as a teenager was the first time in my life that I realised you had to really apply yourself if you wanted to get good at something, you know. And I know that sounds... Had, like it was simple. when you learnt that you had to really practice. Yeah, exactly. Because a little bit of practice went a long yeah. way early on. And then as I got... And, you know, it's like with a runner, when they first start running... They um, a little bit of like structured training goes a long way, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. it was real good parallel for me. And um, yeah, I still yeah, I'm a bit the same as you, Ashley. If I'm doing a short workout, like a a, a fast workout, I'll put on some some nice heavy music just to really get my adrenaline going. But you know, it's usually the longer runs I'll put on um the podcast or whatever, like the um but. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, music is always there, you know. It's such a great um, meditative tool, but I've learned a lot of lessons through it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, look, I think there's something to be said there about practice. And when you get to that point in your life where you realise that it is the practice that is the joy and the joy is the practice, um, they both kind of intertwine with each other and then you realise that, hang on a second, racing or doing an FKT is like, it's the icing on the cake, but the practice is yeah. what really makes it, it's the meat or the, yeah. you know, <laughs> as a vegetarian, wrong word, but um, it, it is the foundation that allows you to do all those other little things to celebrate. Yes. I mean, but for that, me, I... I often think some of the reason I race is to give give me a reason to train. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? But it's I not the training. only reason. No, no, it's no. The, but it, The process. Yeah, I mean, I just think sometimes I might. If I didn't have a race to train for, you know, there'd be a chance I'd go, ah, oh, screw this, it's raining or it's cold or it's whatever. But, you know, I'm more inclined to train with the race and that's part of the reason why I race is because 
to make sure I train. I don't know. Do you get what I mean? Yes, I understand. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's the thing that keeps... What you're saying is it's the thing that keeps you completely focused. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, because I think I like the training the most of all. And then, uh, so let's swing that back around to perfectionism. If your training block doesn't go perfectly, do you then pull out of the race because you want the race to be perfect? No, no. You just have to change your goals, don't you? For look, for me, yes, I think that you just have to change your goals. And your goal might be, okay, today I just want to put together 100 steps in a row that make sense. Um, <laughs> you know, and it, like literally during a race, that's that's the point that I will get to is go, I want to put the next five steps together nicely. Yeah. And then I want to try and repeat that or I want to make it six or I want to make it ten. And, and um, whereas if I was yeah. a perfectionist, I'd be going – well, if the next five steps aren't perfect, I'm just going to pull yeah. a pin and call a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Although um, in saying that, there's sometimes a lot to be said for halfway through a run, if things are not going well, pulling the pin and calling a taxi. Like perfectionism shouldn't lead you to completing the run at all costs. A detriment of your health and fitness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I, so I, I was only before this call, I was chatting to somebody else and I was actually talking about long-term athletic development Mm. and i was talking about developing juniors to this particular person and saying at the end of the day it's great to develop a junior and ask them to be try and be world champion but i want them to live to 90 and actually have a great life and that is much more important to me than winning the gold medal when they're 16. yeah i totally agree yep 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 and I think, and that's, um, I think we've discussed this before, actually, that you were saying a lot of the people that you started racing with are no longer racing. And what a pity, yeah. because they burnt themselves out rather than maintaining. Giddy go. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think that, that, you know, it's kind of what, you, what you're about to do is a 280Ks massive event. It, yeah. Yes. And in all honesty, I, I don't want to put you off your run right now, but you're no. probably going to have a low afterwards. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, which is normal. It's normal to have yeah. a low after a big event. The bigger the event, the bigger the low is what I've yeah. worked out for myself personally uh, yeah. and a lot of the people I've worked with. But then you get that urge back again, you know. Yeah. You have, you have a bigger dream. And your bigger dream might be something so astronomical that you don't even speak it out loud yet. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, I, I don't know where I'm going with this conversation, but it's just yeah. – yeah. Our levels of perfectionism keep rising? Yes, I think they do. <clears throat> yes. But you also have to reset and go, you know, if if I straight after this, if I only practice 400-metre running, that's also good, and there can yeah. be perfectionism in that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I um, it's funny. There's a one of the go- the questions I ask a lot of my athletes is when they're going into a race, I say to them, "What does success look like for this race?" Yeah. So, you know, and because it's it can for me, and I always and because I think outcome based um, like goals where you yeah. go, well, success will be I'll finish it in this time, exactly. and anything less than that is a failure. You know, and yeah. or or I win the race. Anything yeah. less than that is a failure. Yes, you know, like, exactly. There are so many different ways you can measure success for an event or even for training, and that's why they say, 
the um uh, no. the um and you you've stopped for a coffee i can tell yeah sorry <laughs> i was trying to be really subtle and quiet but yeah that's okay look we're taking the 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 whole everyone the whole podcast is on this journey with you yeah, that's right <laughs> we are and i've got to say that out of the two things in life running and coffee are pretty important oh, they are <laughs> integral integral um but no so yeah like um what i was going to say the best athletes in the world like the the elite olympians and um you know your elite ultra runners you know the the success the, i mean like as in pr- them processed based goals yeah always like pro- where you're focused more on the process and embracing the process yes. leads to better long-term success and enjoyment of the sport you know yeah which so is that, what i'm trying to focus on yeah yeah exactly yeah and you're running through some of the most beautiful parts of the country yeah that's another yeah, thing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 Although, to be honest, I tend not to focus on the scenery when I'm racing or doing this sort of – not that I've done this sort of thing. And Yeah, I don't know. Not. Well, I mean, a bit, a little bit, but not the whole time. I know. Because you probably – No, but it's amazing it so. how much you do remember when yeah, you do those true. sort of – Like, yeah. people go and they look at the big vistas and they'll take big photos. And, I mean, that's a classic for me. I like to take the big photos. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it'll be a rock that I'll remember. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I was looking down, I go, oh, that's a weird rock. And that yeah. sticks in my head at the end of the run. I go, I remember this weird rock at mile 76. And it's just like, <laughs> and everyone else goes, yeah. you remember what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was this weird rock. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, this is a massive aside, but just in relation to what you're saying, um, Ashley. So running at night, I don't know if you guys have this on the trails where you are. So I'm running on um, my local trails at night here, getting, you know, and I was running along and it's been uh, up until the last day or so, it's been really dry here. And um, I was running along and the, I was looking down and the reflection from my head torch, all these, I could see all these sparkly little, um, st- like, I guess it was quartz in the dirt. And it was, it was really yeah. beautiful. And I thought, oh, this is really nice. And then I stopped to pick up a piece of this quartz and I looked closer and I, it wasn't quartz. And, like, it was, it was everywhere. There was, like, yeah. million, and I looked closely. And what it was was the reflection of the spider's eyes. Like, there oh, were like blue thousands and about. thousands of spiders everywhere. Oh, how awesome. It was terrifying. But it was awesome. <laughs> were they reflecting in blue? Uh, multiple, mul- sort of multicolour. They were only, like, little yeah. spiders. But it made me definitely keep moving, and I didn't want to stand mm. still for too long because I thought I don't want them crawling up me, <laughs> you know. Because yeah, was... here when you run at night, that you get the blue, little tiny yeah. specks mm. of blue, and that is the huntsman spider in particular. Mm. Oh, okay, so, I didn't even know that. And they're everywhere here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, they they get up to the size of your hand, but most yeah, of I'm... them are only like thumbnail size. But yeah, it's spectacular when they're all looking at you. And it reflects back. It's it's awesome. It's the thing yeah. you notice. Yeah, that's the and so yeah. So maybe try and um. I'm sure. I mean, you've got a lot of mental strategies. I know, Isabel. Like you, I know you've got heaps of mental strategies to get you through this. You know, and oh, that might be I hope so. swe- <laughs> swearing and cursing. Oh, that's and, the main one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It's good. Yeah, it is. It's better than keeping it in. It's oh, like. Yeah. I, Absolutely. Don't bottle that stuff up. Get it out. No. Yeah. Keep running. Oh, don't but, worry. I've already warned everyone that, that pays, that's pacing me that I have a tendency to swear a lot. So they're, they're on board. Yeah. 
but you I know you'll deep you'll appreciate everyone. And and another oh. thing is I say with these with long runs, I mean I've never done anything even close to what you're doing, but it doesn't hurt the whole way. You know, no, it, that's it, right. Yes. It, you might it might be the back half or the back third where it really gets bad. But yeah. um usually you I say like enjoy the parts where you feel good. <laughs> you know, just yeah. go, Yeah, I feel great. It's not like yeah. you're unfit. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's right, yeah. 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 It's exciting. Um yeah, so um, what else? In, in perf- I, was, I had another point about perfection, and, but there's, I mean, there's so many angles you can take with this as well. And and and, and like I said, because you know, people it, it can be positive or negative. So some people can go, well, you shouldn't be a perfectionist, but there is many good things about being a perfectionist too. Um, you know, so like I said, in regards to this run, it's really important that we've got everything perfected, like you know where we're meeting, what we're doing, what support is, you know, and but logistics, yeah, yeah, logistics. But also, we've realised that that could all just turn, you know, on on its head easily, yeah, yeah. And, and we don't know. So we also have to be really open and flexible. So I think yeah. you need to have a kind of a mix of both. I think yeah. it's important to have a mix of both. I think having no perfectionism at all would lead to just, you know. Well, disaster at the end of the day, and and if you weren't perfectionist at all with your training, you probably wouldn't get it all done. But there's got oh. to be a fine, you know, a, a, a line between perfectionism and also flexibility. I, I think yeah. that you you aiming for for, for perfectionism is excellent, mm. but holding it lightly is the key. Yes. Yep. Yep. That sounds That's like a, good a very good point. I think yeah. almost. Yes. All right. Um, well. Yep. You feel like you're, you're Isabel's you... about to Isabel's about to slam her coffee and, um, <laughs> and keep on yeah. the road. No, yeah. that's all right. But um, we will. Sh- I guess we we won't keep it too long then today. So we'll. You, you've got places to be, Isabel. And, yeah. Yep. And this episode will be out very soon. And so this is basically. And, um, yeah, I might when you put it on, I might in the comment section add the link to the spot tracker if people are interested. I think, yep. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, and people will make sure you write comments on her various, mm. on Isabel's various social medias, So, she, and then I'm sure maybe someone will read them to you, Isabel. To, yes. It might spur you on. And um, Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, it definitely will. I would love, I would love that. So what day do you plan on being finished? Well, Monday? The, the plan, no, no, Sunday night. Sunday that night. That is the plan, or Sunday late afternoon early evening but you know best laid plans and all that um yeah. we'll, we'll just have to see it's uh once again that's what perfectly i would like to happen but i know that as as is the want of the trail things can happen and and you know i don't know what my body will be like running 280 because i've never run that far by how much you're going like 120 or about 110 no kilometers 100 trip. more so gscr was about yeah. 180 so 100 more so i yeah, yeah i honestly don't have a clue it's uncharted yeah. territory for me epic epic yeah. is the word of the day so just yes. certain yeah i think you'll i think you'll do really well and i i hope it's a really um great experience for you and and everyone around you yeah me too yeah yeah okay. yeah, at the, yeah at the end of the day if it is a great adventure you have won yeah exactly yeah and, and and up to this point it's probably been an awesome adventure. Certainly, I have. It has, like all these, yeah, and all these great trips Ron and I have had away, wrecking, running in places we wouldn't normally run. It's just, it's been fun. It's been really good fun. Yeah, like 
I couldn't think of a better way for cementing a, um, a just the time in the car for relationships yeah. is awesome. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You know, where you you kind of it's, I don't want to use the word stuck together, but it's it's where <laughs> it's it is where you are forced to be together and you know either be quiet together or chat together. It's it's an amazing. Thing I agree. Of, yeah. 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 No, it, and it has. It's been really good. It's been fun. And, um, you know, and I think this time with, with my friends who are, who are helping me, you know, like Danielle Graves is going to be there. She was helping me at GSER. You know, it's just, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's going to be pretty awesome. Excellent. Um, before you go, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, do you know how to say goodbye in oh, a crap. particular language? <laughs> I forgot to do my bloody homework. I ask so little of you, Isabel. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. Right. God damn it. Uh, um, um, that's okay. Uh, Ashley, you got one? I, no. I, I, I'm terrible. <laughs> no, I'll see you later. All our foreign uh, language oh listeners. Oh, my God. This, so I had such high hopes of this this part of it, and I, I was so excited thinking I was going to nail this, and I've just been useless from the get-go. Imperfect. Imperfect. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, we can just keep it simple. Uh, au yeah. revoir, which au is revoir. French for goodbye. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, or what's, I don't know how to say when someone's departing on a, a big journey. What's that? Bon voyage. Bon, bon voyage. That is bon voyage. Yes. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's an ocean going journey uh, normally. What's yes. a, well, what about land? Godspeed? Break a leg? No, don't say that. You're acting then. Isn't yeah, acting? I know. Yeah. I think in trail running, happy running is probably the best one for running. Happy Absolutely. running. And, okay, well, have you said sayonara before? Uh, yeah, yes. Well, I think I, we I have. I thought you had. Yeah, happy happy trails. trails. Yes, yeah. happy trails. That's right. All right. I think I'll do. I think we've covered all of them. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> all the best. Catch you on Thank the flip side. Well Bye. done. Bye. See ya. Bye. Mm-hmm.